Welcome to the Unity Works Podcast, where we'll share positive insight on today's topical and sometimes controversial topics. The discussion is shaped through the lens of unity and acceptance while focusing on our community, families, and the workplace. Life works better when we come together. Here's your host, Daryl Ross. Hello and welcome to the Unity Works Podcast. So excited that you're here. I'm your host, Daryl Ross. Today, we're talking about pursuing the dream. I'm honored to speak with David Young, country recording artist, musician, songwriter from Nashville, Tennessee. David has a brand new album out called Can Am, and the coolest part, he happens to be my talented nephew. Unity Works family, please welcome David Young. David, what's up, bro? Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty good sitting here in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, and it's an absolute honor to be on. Awesome, man. You know, it's kind of cool to think that I'll be married going on, let me get this right, Jennifer, 19 years in October. So along with my nephew, you were a ring bearer at my wedding. That was just so cool. Do you remember that? Like, how old were you? Yeah, I, I think I was about five years old, and uh, I still, I vaguely remember it. I just know that we got you all dressed up in the little, you know, suit, tuxedo look. And uh, hard to believe that all these years later, it is your turn to shine. So let's kind of dig dig in here, man. Like you perform, you write songs, you play guitar, even rock the harmonica. By the way, I love that. I I love when you like do all at one time. But uh, how did a kid from Raymond, Maine fall in love with music and want to be a recording artist? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, Honestly, one of my earliest memories that I can recall is uh, sitting or trying to go to sleep in, in my room that I shared with my brother, Devin, as a, as a little kid and my dad coming in strumming guitar for us. Uh, so music was there right from the start. Uh, of course, my grandfather, uh, Gumpy, uh, you know him as, as Dave, uh, and uh, he's a songwriter himself. And so music is in the family. It just it inspired me to pick up the guitar when I was 10. And since then, I, I fell in love with it, and I just have never wanted to put it down. No doubt it's in the family, and it seems like it just kind of hit you a little bit differently in terms of not only enjoying it, but wanting to pursue it. So that's kind of why I want to lean into this episode, because a lot of people, whether it's, you know, in the corporate world or whether it be in education or military or in your case, music, you want to make a big transition. You know, you want to take a new career path. And let's be honest, it can be a little scary. I often say that Mr. Fear and Doubt is usually waiting for you, but you did the biggest part, which is make the decision. And it was time for you to move to Nashville. So if folks don't know, you know, you're from a small town, Raymond, Maine, yep. and you're making the big move to the Nashville mecca of music. How was the move and what do you think made it so successful for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, I was in Maine and I was, I was performing shows a lot around the Portland area and I was at the time going to university. Um, and I remember the moment I decided that I needed to move down to Nashville. Uh, I was going into a second year of schooling, um, in the university of Southern Maine. I signed up for my classes and I hit pay. And the second I, I hit pay for that, for that next year, uh, on, on their online portal there, I, I knew that it was the wrong decision. So within minutes, I went back on. I requested a refund. 
lost my deposit, but that's okay. I, I had found uh, my calling. <laughs> so from from that point on, I decided to to pursue mu- pursue music. I found myself down in Nashville, and just putting my putting my feet to the fire was was how I really did it at, at first. I knew nobody, and so I just started going out to different bars around town and, and meeting people. And, and soon enough, I had found a whole network of great, amazing songwriters and, and fellow musicians. And, and I just, it took off from there. Yeah, you really have. You know, we stayed in touch. That I, First of all, I'm going to kind of back up when you talked about that moment when you were going to school. I think so many people can relate that they get a gut feeling that, it's the wrong decision, and the right one's right over there, but it's kind of afraid. So, I mean, you were, what, maybe 21, 22 years old? How old were you when you made that decision? When I, when I made that decision, I was, uh, I was actually uh, 19. 19? Yeah, yeah, 19. I mean, that's just amazing. Think about, you know, many of us who can think back on 19, really <laughs> not knowing where we're going. You kind of knew, and in your passion— you went for it. So I just honor you for that. Think it's really awesome. Thank you. God's blessed you in that uh, decision-making process. But also for folks that don't know about Nashville, there's so many places to perform, like you mentioned, but a few places are kind of famous mm-hmm. and one's called the Bluebird Cafe. So if you are an up and coming musician, yep. a landmark is there and many Artists have been there. I'm talking Garth Brooks, Faith Hill, Taylor Swift, and David Young. Come on, bro. (laughs) So tell us about your experience gigging at the Bluebird Cafe. Yeah, that's a special venue for me. Um, In particular, it was the very first place I I performed a song in Nashville. Uh, So they actually run an open mic. Uh, I think it's Mondays. I haven't been in a while. Um, but, uh, they are so popular with that, that you have to call like, like you're calling into a radio station. Mm. So you get the busy tone over and over again. And then finally, when you get through, they tell you if you're, you know, one of 25 people that get accepted for the, uh, for the open mic slot. Um, so I did that and, and eventually I, I made it in. And so I went there with my guitar, stood in line outside and I was nervous as heck. <laughs> um, but. But I remember meeting uh, one of who is now one of my best friends, uh, Ashton Butler. He was standing in line at the Bluebird. He was also doing that open mic. And so we just started chatting and, and we realized we both just moved to Nashville. We were kind of exploring what what the scene was like. Uh, fast forward three years. We've now written songs together. We hang out all the time. We perform shows together. And uh, he actually guested on... Uh, on my song Whiskey and Cocaine that came out uh, last year. And you can find that on Spotify. But it, that moment right there at the Bluebird sparked a, a whole you know, a partnership and, and friendship that, uh, that I'm very thankful for. Let's dig into your new album, Can Am. I put the link in the description so everyone can grab their copy. I know, I know this must be a labor of love for you. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears and emotion going into this. Where did you record the album, and how was the overall experience? Yeah, I recorded uh, Can-Am over the course of about eight months last year at a little studio called Hidden Creek Music right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Mr. Kevin Greener is the the gentleman who owns that that place, and uh, 
his his whole idea about starting his studio is being able to bring uh, professional high end uh, audio and, and sound engineering to Nashville musicians uh, on a budget. You know, uh, being able to afford that that big studio sound with you know, musicians pay, uh, which I think is a great idea. And, and he sacrifices a lot of his own you know time and energy to to be able to provide that for musicians. Um, I think his studio is it's a great pillar of the Nashville community and, and he's doing a lot of good to, uh, to to bring that experience to people. So it's been an absolute honor working with him. Uh, with Kevin on this record. I've been really excited to be sharing this album, but I think it rec it uh, represents a new side of David Young. It's uh, it's a new direction for me with a lot of these songs, and and it also has a, a few older ones that I've kind of revamped for, for the record. Um, some singles have been released already, uh, you know, over the last few months, and they've been getting a lot of good, a lot of good comments on it. People seem to be really enjoying the sound, so... I'm so excited to be sharing it with the world. I'm happy it's finally out, and uh, and we'll see where it takes us. You know what's kind of cool is that you're a great songwriter in terms of like lyrics as well. Like I love listening to a song, wondering, you know, was that true or what's that about or whatever. And even my daughter noticed. So my daughter Jasmine has a little, you know, kid YouTube channel, and she interviewed you for her YouTube show. Matter of fact, gang, I put the link. For that in the recording, it's a great interview. You'll love that. But Jasmine asked you a question I'm going to steal from her because she asked you about your songwriting process. Like, how do you do that? Do you play a riff on the guitar? Do you think of a lyric? Like, how do you map it out? And the reason I'm asking, a great song on your CD is called Big Meanie. That's right. And it, tell us about Big Meanie, and that can get kind of lead us into how do you write songs? Sure thing. Well, uh, Big Meanie is a, it's a true story. The song um, "Big Meanie" was a chicken. It's a big old rooster that I used to used to uh, have back in the day um, when I was a little kid. We raised chickens, and this one particular big meanie would wait for us to come collect the eggs in the morning. And as soon as we opened that chicken coop door, he would fly straight at us and chase us right back to the house. He had these big old talons, and uh, uh, to a kid, that's terrifying. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know that. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, it might as well be Godzilla. So that memory cropped up one day. I was sitting at the kitchen table. It was like 2 a.m. And I, w I had my guitar. And that whole song just flooded out of me right there. Um, I never know where it's going to hit. So I've got a whole hundreds and hundreds of voice memos in my phone. Anytime I come up with some kind of a melody or, or lyrical hook or something, I, I whip out the phone. Hit, I, I hit that button and I'm I'm recording it because uh, there's no way I can remember everything. But uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes it just uh, it just falls out like that. That was the case for Big Meanie for sure. I, I love that. So gang, when you get the CD and listen to the song Big Meanie, first got a really cool this sound and vibe to it. Thank you. But as you're listening to the lyrics, you think maybe it's about some you know bouncer or some dude, some bully in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's a rooster. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. I love that. Uh, many people, you know, may not know this, but even though you're kind of newer to Nashville, you've already been out there gigging on the road consistently. You've done special events for mega corporations like Disney. Yep. You're also gigging on the cruise ship circuit. So tell us about performing on the high seas. Absolutely. 
it's uh it's been amazing since uh, since january i've been performing with uh with a band called savannah jack they're a nashville country band and the uh the band leader is his name is don gatlin uh so they they were kind enough to reach out to me and offer me an audition gig and uh i guess i guess i played the right notes at the right times and uh they they offered me the full-time position so at this point I kind of split my time between uh, performing with them and traveling, getting to see all these cool places, and uh, and then going back to Nashville. When I'm in town, I'm performing my performing my own music. I'm getting out and, and networking and uh, and promoting my own songs. So I kind of get the best of both worlds right now, which I, I'm very blessed to have that opportunity. Hey, that's for real. I mean, I think it's such an awesome experience for you, and you get a chance to perform for all types of people, including doing your own music and. Uh, shout out to the boys from Savannah Jack. I'll, I'll make sure I put their link in the description as well to make sure they can kind of follow you guys along. Right on. But hey, as we wrap up, you guys know that we're all about unity around here. And as a musician, recording artist, I know you have a you know a deep love for people, and just you really want there to be more unity everywhere we go. But I think music specifically binds and unifies us as a society. You would know more than anyone. What do you think it is about music that does that and it kind of binds us? Yeah, that is a that is a great question. And there are definitely layers to it. But for me, uh, one of my earliest, you know, influences uh, as a musician um, and experiences that helped shape me was playing for my church. Uh, I was part of the part of the uh, music ministry growing up for, for many years alongside uh, a, a fellow piano player, musician named uh, uh, Dave Hansen. So we were piano Dave and guitar Dave. Mm. Um, and I really noticed in, in that space, you know, in that spiritual uh, place that uh, music takes what we already have uh, in terms of emotion and connection and just elevates it. It doesn't need, you don't need to even understand the language to be able to feel the music and feel that expression, that emotion. And so for something to be able to, to cross borders and cross language barriers like that and still lift people up, I think that's got to come from a higher power. And, uh, and that's the way I see it. And for me, um, that's what brings that, that music to that that upper echelon of, of uh, you know, being a shared experience and bringing people together. Hey, amen to that. It's so true. Like you can honestly think about certain songs and you like know where you were when you first heard it. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. We actually got together, all of us as family up in Canada uh, a couple of weeks back. And when we got a rental car, you know, Jennifer and I, your auntie, we're, we're in the front seat and we're driving up towards, Ottawa and in the back are the kids and we've got satellite radio on and like we're playing some 70s 80s 90s music and Jennifer and I are singing like every song and the kids are in the back putting their hands over their ears <laughs> but to us that was a big deal so I think you're right man yep. I think there's something to it from a higher power so amen bro right. well David like everyone in the family we're super proud of you and thrilled for all your success thanks so much for coming on today oh thank you so much for having me you guys are the best and uh and uh i keep sharing the love absolutely it's been an honor fantastic for more information on david young and to get a copy of his new cd can am 
go to DavyYoungTunes.com. I put that description link out there for you, so definitely check that out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please hit subscribe and share with a friend. Life works better when we come together. Talk to you next week.